Hey, Life Church family, I hope you're having a great morning. Thank you so much for joining us for our online service. My name is Pastor Tim, and I'm so glad you're with us. And I'm Harriet, and we're so glad that you're with us today online. If this is your first time, we want to say welcome, and we would love if you would fill out our online connect card at lifecc.com just to let us know that you are here with us today. That's awesome. Also, we want to pray for you. We really care about what's going on in your life. So if you would just take a moment today, go to our website, click on the prayer link, give us your prayer request. Our whole staff would love to lift you up in prayer together. Yeah, we love you, church, and we are so glad that you're here, and we hope that you enjoy the service today. God bless. Good morning, church. Welcome. So glad you're with us again online. I've missed seeing some of you in person. I hope that soon some of you will give it a shot and come be in person with us. But for those of you that are in situations where you really shouldn't, I'm glad you're at home, and I'm glad we're able to bring this to you today. And I just want to say welcome to church. I hope that you're doing well. I want you to know our staff continues to pray for every person in our church. We're lifting you up. We care about you. We're praying for God's protection over your life. We're praying for God's healing over your life. We're praying for God's provision over your life. And so that's what we want for you. We believe in a great, miraculous God, and we believe that He hears our prayers and is with you. So thank you for being here today. Uh, Two things I want to let you know about that's coming up, just so you'll know. First of all, next week... We launch a brand new sermon series. I'm excited about it. We're calling this series Heaven on Earth, meaning that whatever is probable in heaven is possible here on earth. And we just want to look at things that are possible here that we can uh, like grab a hold of, believe in, and see God move in supernatural ways here on earth. I also want to let you know that next week we're going to have communion together. And so between today and next Sunday, would you get some crackers, uh, get some juice, get whatever you want to use to, to take communion with in part of our service next week. We will take communion together. It's going to be a really special time. And so that's something you want to be ready for. You can come by the church office on Wednesday morning and we'll have supplies. If you want to pick up some juice and bread, we'll have that ready for you in those little cups and Please drop by and pick that up if you'd like. Awesome, awesome. Hey, one other thing on just a little bit of a uh, sadder note, um, I want to make you aware that Harriet's mom passed away this past Tuesday, and we are uh, thankful for your prayers, and we've heard from many of you, and we appreciate those those prayers. If you're just now being aware of that, um, thank you in advance for your prayers. We know so many people care. Uh, Harriet is grieving the loss of her mother. It's appropriate that you grieve, and uh, so she's in that process. We'll be going up to our hometown in Waynesville next week for a service there, and uh, so just want to make you aware of that, and thank you in advance for your prayers. Why don't we just take this moment before I begin our message, and we just we just enter into prayer. Would you just kind of quieten your spirit for just a moment, and maybe you are if you're on your couch or at home, maybe at the kitchen table. Just pause for a moment. Uh, Let me just pray for all of us as we get started today. Father, we thank you for being able to come together, even if it's through the the online uh, platform, God. It's important that we gather and we we put our attention on you. It's important that we worship you, Lord. And so, Father, we thank you that we get to do that, even through the the way of, of internet. And so, Lord, it's awesome. Father, I pray for Harriet, Lord, that you'd comfort her. 
uh, ask that you would just help her walk through this process, she and her brother and all the family, Lord. And uh, we thank you that Harriet's mother was a godly woman. We thank you that she's in heaven today, and we celebrate that. Father, we ask that uh, you would bless our nation. Uh, so much going on in our nation, Lord. We pray that you would settle our nation, bring peace back to our nation, God. We pray that you would eradicate COVID-19. Uh, we ask that you would do those things, we pray. Father, I pray for this message. I pray that you would help us to lean in, grasp what you want us to know, uh, strengthen us, inspire us, cause our faith to grow today. In the name of Jesus, can you give me an amen online? I'd appreciate that. Uh, I hate to hear you. Uh, one of the things that I miss the most about online church is that I don't get to hear you say amen. I don't get to see you. But online, you can write in there something. Let me know you're with us. Uh, I go back every Sunday afternoon and read all the comments, and it's awesome. So leave me a comment. Hey, let me begin with this, this one thing for us today. How many of you feel like our world is being shaken right now? Come on, just raise your hand if you're at home. Raise your hand. Our world is being shaken right now. We all feel it. I have a verse that absolutely tells us exactly what's going on. If you want to go with me to Hebrews chapter 12, 27 through 28. The Bible says this about our current situation. It says, this means that all of creation will be shaken and removed so that only unshakable things will remain. We are receiving a kingdom that is unshakable. We're receiving a kingdom that's unshakable. The kingdom of God, it's unshakable. Our world is shaking. God is using the shaking to reveal to us things that need to be removed so that we can be strong in faith. My sermon today is about having strong faith even though our world is being shaken. Your world has been shaken. Mine has been shaken. All of us feel it. I believe God wants us to have strong faith through a shaking world. My sermon title today, if you're taking notes, is called just Even Though. Even Though. Even Though Our World Is Shaking, We Can Have Strong Faith. Even Though. I want to take us to the book of Romans today. I want to look at the faith of Abraham. Abraham had strong faith even though he was going through many challenges. And so let me set up the story before I take us to Romans and just let you know what's happening. Abraham was given this incredible promise by God. Now, Abraham is the father of the Jewish nation, and this promise of God was that through Abraham, through his descendants, that he would become the father of the Jewish nation, the Israelites. And they would be given what we call the promised land. And through this nation, all of the other nations, all of the other people would be blessed through them. It's a promise that God gave to them. Now, that's a great promise, but God didn't hand it to him with ease. He didn't, he didn't just get to just walk right into the promise without any challenges. I believe that every promise that comes our way also comes with challenges. It comes with testing and Abraham was tested. He was challenged in his promise. And we can see his strong faith in this story. I would say that Abraham's faith is tried and true. So let's read this story in Romans chapter 4, 17. And we'll start right here. It says, this is what the scriptures mean. When God told him, this is Abraham, 
I have made you the father of many nations. This happened because Abraham believed. Everybody say believed. Abraham believed in the God who brings the dead back to life and who creates new things out of nothing. Abraham believed in the God who brings the dead back to life. Abraham believed. Listen, let me talk a moment about faith for just a second because faith is believing in our supernatural God. Faith looks beyond the current circumstances and sees God. Faith looks beyond the obstacles and the challenges we are in right now and gets, his, gets our eyes set on God and who He is and His supernatural work and the fact that through God we can get through anything. Faith. Faith is not simply just believing in the things that we see. Like, that wouldn't even be faith. You don't need faith if you're just only looking in the natural. Faith is beyond that. Faith is believing in a God that with God all things are possible. Anyone can look at our current culture right now and give you predictions of doom and gloom. Uh, honestly, I, I, I hurt for a world that's, that's you know, around us that doesn't know God. Without God, without having this knowledge of God, without having faith in God, what do they have to get through life with? Without this knowledge of God, without faith in God, they, I feel like people have nowhere to turn in their life. Without God, I mean, without this faith in God, there's no place to find hope in life. There's, there's nowhere to find real encouragement like those, like you and I, who follow Jesus Christ. When our world is shaking, we have an unshakable God to lean into. When our world is, is falling apart around us, we have a God that can pick our pieces up and put us back together. We have a God that we can hope in. And that's what Abraham did. He hoped in God. This, he believed in God who could make new things out of uh, things that were broken. I mean, that's the supernatural God that we believe. We walk by faith. And not by sight. We have hope and faith in God who can, who can bring dead things back to life. And that's like we believe in a God who resurrects Jesus back to life. And that same resurrection power that raised him to life, that same spirit lives inside you and I. That's the God that we serve. We have that kind of hope. That's why when our world is shaking, we can have faith in God. The Bible says that we can, we can put our faith in Him and we can walk by faith and not by sight. Listen, if you're taking notes, you can write this down. I can get through anything because I have faith in God. I can get through a shaking world. When my world is being shaken, I can set my sights. I can set my eyes on God and I can get through anything. I can get through a shaking world because I have an unshakable kingdom that I'm a part of. Obviously, my feet are planted in a natural soil here on earth. But my, my faith is planted in a soil of the kingdom of God. My faith is planted in a kingdom that's unshakable. And so I want to keep my eyes, my hope on God. We have a hope that we want our world to know about. Our hope is in Jesus, our Savior. Our hope is unshakable in Him. In verse 18, we learned that with Abraham, even when there was 
no reason for hope. When there was no reason for hope, Abraham, he just kept on hoping. He didn't give up. Abraham kept on hoping, believing that he would become the father of many nations. God had said to him, that's how many descendants you will have. Abraham, there wasn't a natural reason for him to hope. There wasn't anything that he could look at in his natural being to think that he could bring this promise to pass. He couldn't do it in his own strength. He couldn't do it by himself. Only God could do it. There wasn't a natural reason. There wasn't a logical way he could explain what God was going to do. Hope had no logic for him. There wasn't something he could do and to, to make it happen. He was in a position where only God could make it happen. Abraham and his wife, they were both past childbearing age. God gave them the promise when they were 75 years old. Now, I went online just to, to look and see what the oldest person was that gave birth to a child. And the best I could tell was somewhere in the 50s was their own 50 years old was somebody that gave natural childbirth. There was someone that was 74, but they had some special circumstances where they helped her get pregnant. But no one 75 years old has ever given birth, and, and they were 75 years old. This promise was given to them at 75, but the child that they were promised didn't come until they were 100 years old. It was 25 years had passed since God said, you're going to give, a, give birth to a child and through these descendants, will be the, you'll be the father of nations. 25 years, I don't know uh, if I was Abraham, how I would walk that out because that's so impossible. Like there was no, no possibility, no probability that they were going to have a baby in their own strength. I don't know, maybe like at 75 years old, maybe they had a little like maybe, but I'm thinking like if I were Abraham and maybe like on my 92nd birthday, like maybe that many years after the promise and nothing happened, I don't know, maybe I would have like looked over at Sarah and said, you know, hey babe, that promise that I talked about, I don't know, I may have missed it. I mean, who wouldn't be that way? There's no logical reason that they would believe. But Abraham believed they never gave up. I can see here through Scripture why there was no logical reason for hope. But somehow Abraham kept hoping. He kept believing. He had faith with God, in God. The God that can do the impossible. He had locked his faith in God. Even when there was no reason, Abraham kept on hoping. You know, faith doesn't respond to reason. Faith doesn't rise out of our logic. Faith doesn't require reason. Faith, now listen, let me tell you about faith for a moment. Faith recognizes the difficulties. Faith doesn't ignore the problems, but it doesn't find its grounding out of difficulties. What faith does is it sees the difficulties and makes a choice to believe in God anyway. In spite of the problems, faith says, I believe in God. That's what faith looks like. Faith isn't denial of the facts. Faith isn't denial of the hardships in life. 
faith looks at them and says, in spite of those things, even though I'm having these difficulties, I choose to place my faith in God. Right now, our world is shaking. It's, it has been shaking and is shaking, and we don't know how long it will continue to shake in the way that it is right now. Our health, our safety, all of that seems to have been shaking. Our nation has been shaken. Racial unity has been shaken. Our economy has been shaken. Honestly, I really, in the natural, can't find a lot of things to place hope in and place my joy in and place my excitement in. In the natural, the circumstances are so difficult in so many ways. Matter of fact, uh, this week, I kind of had a few days where I started feeling hopeful again. I was like, oh, you know, like just by looking, and I had hope in God, but, but like looking at things, I was like, hey, things seem to be turning around a little bit. And then all of a sudden I hear that, you know, the teachers and the schools are going to try to do some awkward plan of one week in and two weeks at home. And then I heard over in Brunswick County that, that they're just going to do all online schools. And I was, I was just thinking about all the students and how they're trying to figure out how we're going to experience school. I was, I was actually thinking about the students who, you know, are seniors in high school and, and like this is going to be their senior year. I was hurting for them. I hurt for all you students the teachers and administrators of all you're going through, trying to figure out how you're going to do school. It's like every time we start to get a little someplace, it's like, you know, the, the world shakes in some other way and just smacks us back. Listen, if we were to only look at the circumstances, then we would probably be pretty depressed. That's why we have to put our hope in God, things in Him. Think about Him and put our hope and our faith in God. Reason is grounded in experience and fact. That's what reason is. What we think, that we reason. And it's grounded out of like experiences and facts. If all you are doing today is walking in reason, and as our world is shaking, then you are shaking. If all you are doing is, is just looking at the facts of life, then you're going to be shaken in life. Too often we allow like negative past experiences. Too often we, we allow like the current circumstances to diminish our faith in God's power, to diminish what we believe about God's provision and what we believe about healing and about breakthroughs. We look at natural things and we reason. When we just look at the natural, the circumstances, then we can really diminish who we see God to be in our life. Reason, reason. It said that Abraham could find no reason. Reason looks at current facts and experiences. Listen, we've all experienced some things in our life that, that would cause us to, to cloud our view of what we see of God. We've all experienced unanswered prayers in our life. We've prayed for something and, and we didn't see it happen the way we thought it would. We've all had prolonged difficulties in our life and we've prayed for that breakthrough and prayed for that breakthrough and at times we just haven't seen it come. Those are the things that, that begin to, to cause doubt to creep into our minds. We've, we've seen people who are sick and we've prayed earnestly for them to be healed and nothing happened. We've all experienced that. We've all had like unmet expectations of God. We expected God to do something the way we thought He should do it and He didn't do it our way. And we can get disappointed. We can get discouraged in God. 
And if we're not careful, we'll allow reason, we'll allow experience to begin to diminish our faith in God. We cannot let reason change our view of who God is. The Bible tells us who God is. The Bible tells us that God is healer. The Bible tells us that God is our provider. The Bible, like the Bible, we have to stand on the Word of God. We cannot stand in the world and on the circumstances because it's shaking. But we put our feet on a solid rock of Jesus Christ, the Word of God. Out of the Word of God, we form our faith and our belief that God is the God who does the impossible. Let me remind you too, of all the times that God has answered prayers. Definitely there have been some times where He hasn't, at least in the way we would expect Him to. But gosh, I've seen God do so many great things. I've seen God heal the sick. I've seen God bring breakthrough in our lives. I've seen it. I've experienced it in my own life. Hey, do me a favor at home. Wherever you are, if you're in your car, just do this, answer this. How many of you can testify that God has somewhere in the past answered one of your prayers? Like just any prayer in the past. Like I bet you hands are up all over the city right now because everyone that has ever walked with God for any period of time has experienced an answered prayer somewhere along the way. How many of you can testify that somewhere in your past you have seen God heal some, someone or in some way God has touched your, your physical body and brought healing into you? Have you experienced that? Have you ever prayed for God to provide for you in some way? And God did it. Like, just raise your hand. Give it a good wave. Like, yes. Like everybody in the room, all four of you out there, wave around. I know God has moved. You've told me your stories. I know the testimonies of God. I wish that there was a way that we could see everyone's hands up. Maybe right now online. Uh, just give us a confirmation that in some way you have seen God supernaturally move in your life. Go just put a little hands raise in the comment section or a prayer. Let me know that God has moved in your life. I know He has. The testimonies of God build our faith and they're all around us. God, I believe, wants to reawaken inside of you today the reality of His power and His ability to get you through any situation, His ability to heal, His ability to provide, His ability to bring breakthrough. He wants to reawaken that, that spirit inside of you that believes again through these difficult times. It's easy for that to diminish that kind of faith. I know I've experienced it myself. One of the reasons I'm preaching this today is I want to Stir faith again. I want to stir it in my life. I want to stir it in your life. I want to be a person that is like Abraham, that even though our world is shaking, I stayed strong for God. And that's what Abraham did. I heard a, a sermon this week by Havilah Cunnington. Havilah is a remarkable preacher. She uh, she was one of the ladies that spoke at Flourish a couple years ago at our church. And, and I heard her share this prophetic word in her message. And I thought it was really appropriate for what I'm teaching today. So I'm just going to grab her prophetic word and, and bring it to us today. But her word was this. She said this about our season in America. That God is taking our secondhand knowledge and giving us firsthand experience. 
He's taking the things that we knew last year and putting it in first-hand revelation this year. Many of us said things last year like, God is for me. We said that last year. But this year in the shaking, we get to find out. Like, it comes to reality. In the shaking, we experience all our faith in a first-hand way. Like, we don't just hear about it. We don't just read about it. Now we're living it. You said last year, God's going to take care of me. Well, let's see. You said last year, I said last year, I trust God. Well, do you? Like right now, it's first-hand experience. This is when we need to have real faith, authentic faith. Like in the middle of the shaking is when we really find out what's inside of us, the, the Spirit of God. Do we really lean into the Spirit of God in these seasons or not? Now we get to see our faith come into first-hand experience, into reality. Our faith isn't just a theory. It's not just something in the Bible. Now it's something we are walking out in the middle of chaos in our country. My faith, if you write this down, my faith isn't based on reason, circumstances, or past negative experiences. It is in my God who can do the impossible. And church, I want to encourage you that, that God can do the impossible in your life as well. Listen, I'm a Spirit-filled believer. I'm, I'm filled with the Holy Spirit inside of my life. I believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. I believe in miracles. I believe that I place my faith in, in the power of God and He will sustain us and He will get us through. The same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead, He lives in us. We have that kind of power to walk out this shaking world. We can do it. We're stronger than we know. There is more strength inside of us than we can even imagine. In this shaking season, it's our time to draw upon the, the power of God and put our faith in Him and walk this out. We only get stronger during these shaking seasons. We can get stronger. I believe that the shaking season is actually developing our spiritual life. It's developing our spirit life. It's, it's giving opportunity for us to rely on the Holy Spirit now more than any other time that I can remember. Shaking seasons, they develop us, they prepare us for what's ahead. Abraham, back to Abraham, his faith did not weaken. In fact, his faith grew stronger, even though he faced challenges in his life. Maybe the shaking in his life was actually preparation for his promise. Maybe God's preparing you for something more. Maybe God has more that He wants to do in and through your life and He's preparing you through this season as well. I believe God is preparing the church. I believe God is strengthening His church. I believe God needs us to, to be able to rely more on the Holy Spirit than we ever have in the church. I believe God wants to do great things through His church, but He needs a stronger church body. He needs people that can stand strong in the midst of, of all the shaking world. He needs people that will, will stand and defend their faith through it all. He is strengthening His church body. He's preparing us for something great. I believe that with all my heart. Abraham, he did not weaken. He actually grew in faith. It says in verse 19 that Abraham's faith did not weaken, even though 
at about 100 years of age, he figured, he reasoned, that his body was as good as dead. Check that out. Abraham's faith did not weaken, even though, there's our, our title, even though at about 100 years of age, he figured his body was as good as dead. And so was Sarah's womb. Abraham never wavered, believing God's promise. In fact, his faith grew stronger. And this, he brought glory to God. Even though, even though his body, his age, his physical strength was completely against him. His faith didn't weaken, it even grew stronger. And as a result, it gave even greater glory to God. Listen, I don't think God is worried about big obstacles in our life. I don't think God is worried about the impossible situations in our life. As a matter of fact, I think the bigger the obstacle, the more glory God gets from it when we stand in faith through it. Even though our world is being shaken, we can grow stronger and it brings glory to God. Even though. Let me ask you a quick question. What is your even though? What is on the other side of your even though? Like what will be your testimony, your even though testimony for 2020? What, what's it going to be for you? Let me, let me just share with you something. I hope that when I get to December of 2020, this is my story. I hope this is my even though. I hope that my testimony looks like this. And granted, I'm just going to be honest with you. This message is for me is as much for you. I need to, to gird up my faith. I need to strengthen my faith as well. But this is what I declare my faith, my even though stories is going to sound like in the, the year. I want to be able to say that my faith did not weaken even though our church was shaken. I want to be able to say that my faith did not weaken even though the economy was shaken. My faith did not weaken even though there was racial injustice in our world. My faith did not weaken even though social media has become so divisive. My faith did not weaken even though the future of America looks uncertain. My faith did not weaken even though I have a close friend struggling with cancer. Like, even though. Like, my faith did not weaken even though. Listen, whatever comes after even though, I'm going to just tell you, it doesn't matter what it is. Because the size of your problem is not bigger than our God. And when we have faith in God, He shrinks the problem and we can get through it all. But what is going to be your even though this year? What are you going through? I don't know your situation. I can probably guess at a lot of it, even though my faith in God did not weaken. Our testimony as a believer isn't only in the victories, but it's also including how we walk through the difficulties. And when we walk through the difficulties with our faith in God, with our hope in Him, then it becomes a, a, a testimony to God. It brings God glory for us to walk through it with strength. Honestly, I think it's time for us as believers to find our faith again. I'm here to encourage you in the middle of 2020, right in the middle of COVID-19, that it's time for us to, to get a hold of our faith again, to, to pull ourselves up and start believing again, to get our hope in Him again. This is a reminder for all of us that we need to glorify God by living in faith, living in confidence, living in courage, living in hope 
this year. The whole world is shaking. There's a lot of shaking going on. I'm not trying to to, um, underestimate what you're going through. I know that's a lot. But I know that we can place our faith in God and He can get us through it all. I believe God is even using the shaking season for our good. He's using it for our good. You may be asking how. Let me read you Hebrews 12, 27 one more time. All of creation will be shaken and removed. Listen, everything that is not of God is going to be shaken and removed. Everything that doesn't line up with God's Word is getting shaken. And God wants to remove that out of our life so that only the unshakable things remain. So that we receive the kingdom that is unshakable. You see, shaking in our life isn't bad if it reveals to us areas that are not whole. If it reveals areas to us that need to be healed, areas that are not grounded in faith in God. Shaking, it brings to the surface all of the areas of our life that we need to bring to the cross and let God heal and let God do a work in our life. Shaking isn't bad when that happens. So I brought this this, uh, Christmas snow globe for a couple reasons. one reason is, is I just thought it'd be great to think about Christmas in the middle of the summer and because Christmas is a happy season and maybe that'll bring you a little happiness. Uh, the other reason I brought it is I was thinking about in 2019 during the Christmas season, how peaceful everything was. I was thinking about how during the Christmas season, like we were just celebrating Christmas, we were having church, and everything seemed normal at the time. And, and so I was just thinking about then how that was. I mean, honestly, it took me a little bit to actually think back about Christmas and remember, like, what I was doing during Christmas. Like, I, so much has happened, it seems like. I could barely go back to the moment. But back then, I mean, we were taking for granted, like, church. Like, we took for granted how great it was to, to come to church. We took for granted... Uh, being able to gather as a family and not worry about masks and social distancing. And we weren't thinking about jobs ending. And we weren't thinking about like, I mean, we took for granted just going to a restaurant. All those things were true in 2019. And then March of 2020 happened and it all began to shake. I mean, shake, it turned over and like everything that was laying on the surface, now was rising. We could see the things that were dormant. You see, here's what I think the shaking does. Before the shaking, the things in our life that we hadn't yet noticed that were laying dormant, that needed to be healed and needed to be dealt with, they were just laying on the surface. But when God allowed the shaking in America, He allowed the shaking in our businesses, He allowed the shaking in our life, He allowed things to get turned over. What it did is it raised to the surface the things in our life that we needed to see. I believe God did that not to to condemn us. God didn't ever want to hurt us. He only wants us to show us places in our life where we need to heal. In this shaking, I can now personally in my life, I can see places when my world has been shaken where I need to 
stop depending on material things to bring me happiness. I found through this shaking season that, that I need to not seek the approval of people through this. Now that I've been isolated in so many ways and I've learned to find only my approval in God. Like there are things that are happening in my life that are so good because of the shaking. I believe God wants to reveal some things in your life not to condemn you, but to heal you, to help make you whole in your, in your life. You see, shaking is not bad. It becomes a blessing when we get better from it. God wants us to grow strong in faith. He wants you to grow strong in faith. He wants you to be healthy. He wants you to be healthy spiritually. He wants you to be healthy emotionally, relationally, physically. And the shaking just reveals, like when he turned this thing upside down and all the little snowflakes began to rise to the surface. God will allow those things to arise in your life so that He can heal them in your life. Amen. I believe it. Finally, I want to finish with this last verse from Abraham because he was fully convinced that God was able. It says in verse 21, Abraham was fully convinced that God is able to do whatever He promises. God is able. Would you say that with me? God is able. And that's where we put our faith today. God is able. God is able. If we place our faith in Him, if we, if we hang on to Him through this, un, this shaking season, then we can be, we can be um, solid in Him. We, can, we don't have to shake in our life. He is able. Let me tell you, He's able to provide for your needs. He is able to protect you from the enemy. He is able to heal you. God is able. Even though you're going through difficulties, even though your world is shaking, God can do whatever is needed. God is able to walk you through it. Would you place your faith in Him today? Would you let faith arise today to a new level? Would you stir up the gift of faith inside of you? God wants us to walk this out. And church, as we do it, it'll bring great glory to God. And the people around us will see that we are on solid ground. I believe they'll want to know. That's how we give glory to God. Church, I love you. I'm praying for you. I want to pray for you right now as we close. Father, I thank you in Jesus' name. I thank you that you have, you have allowed the shaking to bring to surface some things in our life that we need to bring to the cross, that we need to be healed in. God, use this season to reveal to us how we can get better, God. Lord, I thank you that you never condemn us. You're never trying to hurt us. You're always trying to help us. Lord, I thank you that, that what was only a, a, a voice that we spoke last year has become reality today and that we can walk in the reality of faith today. Father, grow us, strengthen us, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Church, I love you. God bless you. And I'll see you next week.